I'm Andy Vinker, and this is Fit Pro Radio. Whether you're a fitness veteran or novice, this podcast is for you. I hope to share the good, the bad, and the real to help you fast track your career and help you find fulfillment and passion in the fitness industry. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Pro Radio, episode 10. I'm super, super excited about this episode um, because I have yet another amazing interview for you today. Um, I'd like to introduce Carly Parties Breckheisen, insert name, insert name, insert name, middle name, maiden name, other names. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you, Carly, if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, she is just a radiant light of a person she's extremely positive very honest but in the same time like super authentic and very empowering i think to follow and to learn from and to be around and so i'm super excited for this interview wow thank you (laughs) thank Thank you you for for having me i am i was listening to this podcast going wow this is so cool it would be so cool to be and i had a marco from mandy saying would you like to be on my podcast and i was like oh, i manifested this i want i would love Monday. to i am yes i am so honored to be on your podcast because you are a wealth of knowledge oh, thanks. and yeah i'm happy to, i'm so passionate about today's topics and um excited to have this conversation yeah and before we get into it, I want you to uh, tell the people who you are. A lot okay. of us know who you are, but for those of you who don't, give us a little insight. For those who don't know me parties. and um, see my craziness on Instagram. <laughs> um, so I have been teaching group fitness for almost a decade. Starting this this fall will be a, de- a decade. And I started out teaching Zumba with Andy <laughs> and... Loved that, um, but I kind of never felt like I found my people, my following. I just was kind of, I loved Zumba, and I was trying to find my way and trying to find my thing. So um, about three years ago, so I'd been teaching Zumba for seven years. I had just had two babies back to back, and I started to come back to teaching, and I had four group fitness bosses say hey we want you to teach dance fitness but we don't want you to call it Zumba and I was like why (laughs) and they were like well you know like high has kind of taken over and like Zumba is losing popularity and I was like no one wants to dance anymore (laughs) um but I was like no I'm still part and I do love high fitness as well it's just a different animal from Mm -hmm from Zumba. Um, and so I, I did both and I still wanted that sassy part of it. So I took the Zumba name out of it. I called it hip hop. Um, I get to do all the songs that I want to do. And that's where I blossomed as an instructor because I wasn't put in a box at all. So, um, I've been doing that for a few years. Um, pretty soon the, the catchphrase jiggle is good was born because someone in my class was like I jiggle too much in your class she um doesn't take many dance classes before that and and I said well what's wrong with that yeah that's why we're here yeah so that's that I was like jiggle is good so then I started asking them jiggle is what and they'd all yell back good and I still do it every once in a while and um 
Yeah, now we're putting it and on now, shirts. And now that it's on shirts, it's a movement. <laughs> it's a movement. It's a really big deal. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm just like, just we grew up thinking that our jiggle was bad. Like, minimize it. Yeah. You're not supposed to jiggle. Don't show it. Yeah, no don't one show wants it. No to see that. Mm-mm, no, tone that up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not even bodybuilders jiggle. True. So the verb jiggle is good. You are supposed to jiggle. It is so normal to jiggle. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. That is me. It's very, you have a very amazing way of, again, just like empowering people to be comfortable in their, in themselves. Thank um, you. And, and I think it's cool because it radiates not only through your Jiggle is Good movement, mm-hmm. but then also through, through your hip hop and through your, you paving your way and finding yourself, empowering yourself has brought others to be okay with themselves in their own skin shaking their skin you know what I mean that's such a (laughs) huge compliment that I just because that is my hope like I did a poll on my Instagram stories like about two years ago and I was like do like I someone had said something like that most women struggle with thinking that they're beautiful and I was like you're you're not serious and I did a poll on my stories and so many women didn't see themselves beautiful crying on your podcast. No, bring it <laughs> and um, I was like, what do we do? What do we do about this? This is, this is a problem. Um, and I really do see so much beauty. Um, not just like on Instagram, or whatever, but people I come in contact with in my classes, I can see them and they're just working hard and and moving and they finally when they finally get comfortable in class it usually takes a, a class or two but i'm like oh my gosh you if they it. only knew how beautiful yeah. they are um they're so like and they just i see their confidence building and and that is such a good compliment that you gave me that <laughs> that people can um like feel like themselves and um that's that's all i want so thank you you're crushing it and i think like I think that culture, I always tell my instructors, I create the culture in my class. Absolutely. And it's like on the top of every single meeting agenda, it's on the top of like, I want to make a shirt that says yes. that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Let me know if you guys want to see a shirt that says that. But yeah. because I think we as instructors, I think we don't give ourselves enough credit that we are have bigger influences mm-hmm. than I think we realize and people are looking to us. And if we're, for example, if we're creating a culture of gossip or perpetuating like shame or even using our language saying that we might not be beautiful, we might not be strong enough, our people will feel that. But if you can flip that on its head Mm -hmm. and like, again, like find that comfort and that confidence within yourself, like it's amazing to see and and at least for me like i love looking out into my class when you see that shift yes when they feel all of a sudden they've got it yes it's like they glow and like they're like almost levitating because it's like all of a sudden they're feeling themselves so they're like so into Mm -hmm. how they feel yes and then it's like it unlocks their real selves yes and we realize they're in a safe place we get to see it before they do yeah (laughs) and i think it's like such an amazing part of group fitness um and i could go on talking about that forever Mm -hmm. but that's not why we're here yeah dun 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 (laughs) i think we should do a full episode about that yeah because i think 
it's such a beautiful part of group fitness. But yeah, I just want, if you guys haven't taken a class from Carly, if you don't follow her, you can feel that you emulate that and, and or radiate that. And so thank you. Definitely follow her. Um, but today's topic, it kind of goes along with that. Um, I wanted to bring Carly in because like she mentioned, you started with Zumba, mm-hmm. you went to high fitness, um, and then you kind of made your own box. You're like, I don't want to be in a box. I'll yeah. make my own box. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm all about that life. Yeah. Um, and, but like, let's be honest, that's like kind of a scary thing to do is, yeah. is to pave your own way and, you know, make your own path out there. And so Absolutely. I want to know what, so obviously you took the invitation, you created hip hop fitness hip-hop fit is that what you call it either one. whatever it is i'm not picky hip-hop with carly yeah cool i like it uh, <laughs> whatever we're calling it that's yeah what it is. that's what it is and um, I, if people okay. ask me if they're like hey are you gonna like start a new format i have zero desire yeah. so like, um, no, this is just yeah, my baby it's just, just my thing just my little class yeah so yeah um i'm sorry what was your oh your, no, your, yeah you did you have an official question not yet i was gonna uh, i was oh. gonna say first <laughs> how did you find like the confidence to do that because that's kind of a challenge accepted moment yes. when your te- your director said let's do something crazy mm-hmm. but it's up to you to make it happen so how did you kind of start were you nervous and yeah let's start there okay so back when i went to the zumba training it was you know introduced to us that you have to do a certain amount of latin and i was like well shoot I thought I was going to be able to like do all the hip hop I wanted. And, um, I was like, I think I just want to teach like a hip hop class. And, and I had friends that were like, no, you need to like do Zumba. Like you need to, they were, I was really kind of like influenced to stick with Zumba. I mean, Zumba was the big thing. I mean, um, the website was, yeah, I love Zumba. And I actually added Latin to my class this week and have very good feelings. I was surprised at all the, I was flooded with great emotions. Yes. (laughs) So much nostalgia. Um, And then, so I was finding myself in a situation where I didn't have any rules whatsoever. I didn't have any rules. I could make my own rules. And I just decided all the songs I've ever wanted to do, I'm going to do. And that is when I was so excited to go teach because I was so passionate about the songs. And I was passionate about Zumba yeah. too. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm bashing Zumba at all. Yeah. Um, I, But it was hard to find new songs and keep it fresh. It was really hard for me to do that. Um, I was finding myself doing all the Missy Elliott and all mm-hmm. the Nelly and the, everything that I wanted <laughs> to do without any inhibitions. And I just blossomed. I feel like my attitude was excited. I was just excited during class. And I feel like that was contagious. And um, yeah, it, that that was pretty much it. It wasn't really a wasn't hard that. transition. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think when you come from, because like I've done that in the past when like, because I know that I always have gravitated to like the they get on or oh, like yeah. heavy beats of like yeah. hip hop and I would get caught in kind of the same like I thought this was Zumba but yeah. it was only Zumba instructors that would call me out on it everybody else in my class was like we love your class yes. it's like gritty and like the hip hop yes um, and so I did also start a hip hop class but I only did it for like two inches of time and then I passed it on 
pass mm. the torch mm. um, to somebody else. Um, but it was really, it's very liberating because mm-hmm. it's all of a sudden these songs that's like, like, again, like not that we don't resonate with like the Latin stuff, but sometimes like there's something about that like deep beat that like catches you and you oh, want to yeah. stay there. And people want to vibe with you there because mm-hmm. you feel lit up and so they feel oh, lit yeah. up. Oh, yeah. So love that. Yeah, that's why I brought it back this week. So someone hired me for a Latin class, Latin-inspired dance class. And I was like, I can do that. Yeah. Um, I was practicing for it, and I was like, oh, my goodness. I forgot how sexy these moves are, like the hips. And I was like, mm, sign me up. We're back. Let's do more of that. <laughs> yeah, so I can do whatever I want in my class. I can do rock and roll or whatever. And country. Yeah, yeah. Feeling some country. Yep. I've done it. it. <laughs> yes. I love that. So then I guess what is something that you would tell? So we have a lot of, especially newer instructors that listen to this podcast, which I really appreciate. Thank awesome. you everyone who listens. Yeah. Um, so for those people, I know that a lot of us get into fitness by signing up first for like those, like a format, like high mm-hmm. fitness, Zuma yeah. fitness or less mills. Like when things are basically like, this is a formula. Yeah. And a lot of them are saying, this is a choreography and you stick to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's speak to those people for a second that have all the rules. Yeah. How do they find themselves in an ocean full of instructors doing the exact same thing? Teaching the exact same choreography. Cause like in Zumba, we have mm-hmm. a lot of variety. Okay. Every yes. instructor is different. We can kind of do what we want, mm-hmm. um, within the formula, I guess. Yeah. But we can still kind of do what we want. True. And so how do you tell these other instructors, like, how do you help them find themselves the way you learn to find yourself in fitness. I would question yourself on whether that format or the choreography that format is giving you is lighting your fire because it is great for those. It is worth the price for them to hand you this nice choreography and a nice pretty bow. Here you go. If you like it, if you like the choreography, you like the music, that's fantastic. Worth the cost. But they didn't invent those moves. They didn't invent weights. If you feel like you could break off and do your own thing and do just as well, more power to you. I would say with one caveat, you you do need to have like a base knowledge True. certification, which I believe you've talked I about talk already. About, yeah, yeah, I talked mm-hmm. about that. <laughs> yeah, you just need to make sure that your, your class is safe, that you have a good base knowledge of form and all of that. But um, yeah, I, I actually have taught a weights class that was choreographed and um it was super fun to put together however it's a super big amount of work so (laughs) i totally see the appeal of like les mills and um even high fitness i teach high fitness too so yeah um i would i would just make sure it's something you're passionate about if you're passionate about you you will stand out in my opinion just because and if you show up, yes. <laughs> half, half of success is really just showing up and volunteering for events and, you know, um, being supportive of the format and yeah, networking. So, yeah. Networking is yeah. huge. So let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite ways to network? Cause like, so first let's like give a quick definition networking meaning like putting yourself out there yeah mm-hmm. showing up go to events get to know people 
I think in one of our episodes, we, we talk about how you can't have this me against the world mentality. Right. Because I feel like when we do, we close ourselves off to a ton of mm-hmm. learning, a totally. ton of opportunity. And I know that a lot of like my favorite jobs I received because of networking. Absolutely same. And yes. putting myself out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And getting to know people, connecting with people. Um, and so what are your favorite ways to connect to people? And maybe some benefits that you have seen from doing that. I think going to other instructors' classes and connecting with other instructors is really powerful. Not only that, um, instructors love when you take a little snippet of their class on a, like a, just take yeah, a little tag snippet, them. <laughs> tag them in your stories, and then they're like, oh, thank you. Like, because I love it when a snippet of my class is played so that I can post it later. So that's a good way. Um, volunteering at events is a big thing i will sometimes message the the event coordinator to say hey can i help in any way can i help with check-in can i help with cleanup you just let me know i'm here and it's really important that you offer these types of things with a genuine attitude not that you want something back yes just that you're just hey i want to help you love the format talk to you soon Mm -hmm. um those are my favorite ways to connect. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I think Going to conventions also. Yeah, conventions yeah. is huge. Because yeah. then you can meet people from all over the place. Yeah, that's And you can learn great. so much. And in know, like those intensive weekends or weeks mm-hmm. of just being doing that one your, thing. Yeah, being yeah. away from your family and your normal schedules to just get to know each other. I've met some really awesome people that way. So That's awesome. Yeah. So I know there were some things that you wanted to cover too. Yeah. Um, I think we should talk about low class numbers. Let's do it. Um, I think it happens to every instructor. Everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we're starting our own song about that was really good. low class instructors. Okay. So yeah. We're um, work on that after this podcast. Yeah, we should. Let's jam. Um, it doesn't matter if you are an influencer or not. You have to grow your class. And you have to start. I think the most powerful instructor. And, and listen, everyone's an influencer. Let's say that. Everyone is. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the size of even your if it's influence. your mom and your sister, mm-hmm. you have an influence Absolutely. on them. Um, but I think every powerful instructor has had to teach to one person. Absolutely. And I not, did it this week. Yeah. Not, not embarrassed about it. And you know what? When you have these low class numbers, why don't you say it? You say it. What not to say oh, to your so small class. There's a, first, let's like talk about yeah this etiquette. When we have a really small class, a lot of us tend to, like I've said it. Mm-hmm. I don't know I've said it too. Yeah, we, yeah. All, we all say it's it. It's been years, but yes. So now we're here we are trying to share this knowledge so you don't ever do this. Um, and if you have, it's okay. Just, we learn we move on i'm we nodding we, yes we do it again yes um so the biggest thing we don't do is say hi where is everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> so crazy mm-hmm. it's just us huh yeah. maybe they'll pe- maybe people are coming yeah maybe this is not. weird this is weird yeah <laughs> so why do we not say that um because they are there for you and if they're nobody like where is everyone like there's no one there there's somebody yeah and i'm making them feel like unimportant you're not important to me Mm -hmm. where's the party oh and please don't cancel your class if that happens they are there for a workout the power yeah if you have the power i know some facilities like have 
rules rules and protocols if you if you have less than like two people there Mm -hmm. but if that's the case like you can like go into another area or be like you know what we can't have like a formal class but let's Mm -hmm. go work out yeah because you came for this hour let's do something together yeah or sometimes where i did have a facility where if you didn't have over a certain amount and i would say i just asked the manager i'm like can i teach half of a class for free because i'm there i would like to do the songs i prepared and so i would you know and a lot of times they're cool with it yeah yeah she was cool with it so i always make it a point to tell these small classes like i'm so glad you guys are here and it's not phony at all um i would suggest you only say that if you really mean it and get to a place mentally where you can mean that because think of what they went through to get to that class you know they had to prepare and um i just say i'm so glad you guys are here thank you for coming to Give me an hour of your time and let's have some fun. Let's not worry about it. And you know what? I've had really fun classes that have been really small. And you don't need a lot of people to create a lot of great energy. Also, with one-person classes, it's like a personal training session. If they're more advanced, you can kick up your choreography and make it more advanced. And you can make like a lot of Instagram content. Yeah, like, you, we, can. you want to record a dance video? Yes. And they're never upset about it. Yes. They're like, oh my gosh, yes. Yes, yes. Or if they are struggling a little bit and you need a little more individual attention, you're able to give that to them because you're like, oh, let's break this down. Um, I've done that before and I've been I've broke down all these steps and they're like, at the end they're like this is the best class ever because i've always wanted to know how to do that move or whatever and it is only awkward if you make it awkward and if yes. you say the word awkward my goodness because <laughs> i've been asked it that isn't it really awkward, awkward <laughs> to teach to one person or or they're like you don't have to teach just to me and i'm like i'm totally fine yeah. I, I mean if you're good with it i'm good with it and then they are like oh okay cool because they don't want to make you uncomfortable so yeah yeah and i think it's super important to like there is there's um this marketer i love listening to her name is jenna kutcher and she even like just so you so we can paint a different picture of the importance of being grateful for this one person that shows up um she talks about how when you have like a following again maybe it's your mom and your sister Mm -hmm. maybe it's the same two students that show up to your class every single time but you have to make it a special experience for them because it's not like you're going to have a dinner party at your house and you have people sitting at your table and you're like, you know what? I'll be back. And you don't like run out to the street being like, hey, I'm having dinner. Does anyone want to come? And you're not going to abandon those people at your dinner table. Um, instead, like, what can you do? You show up, you show gratitude, and you give those two people or that one person everything you have because like, just like Carly said, like, we don't know what they had to do to get to our class that day. We don't know what kind of battles they might be fighting. And like that one hour with you might be the safest place they have. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm going to cry because that is so true. But if we can create that space, just like I said earlier, like we create the culture in our class. If we're going to make it an awkward space for somebody, maybe we need to reconsider and think about what our purpose is as instructors. But if we can come and like, no matter who's there, we say, you know what? I'm so grateful you're here. Let's kick booty today. Let's make this class the best class ever. I love what you said. Show gratitude for that. Like that is um, on a whole nother level from what I was thinking. Like 
excited, grateful. Like that is just like, yes. Mm -hmm. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And we should be, I hope that like, if you haven't already, I think it's so important, especially as, as classes feel hard, you know, if we have low attendance or maybe we lose a class because our attendance isn't very good or whatever it may be, finding that gratitude will make it this whole process, this whole industry, this whole career so much more valued to us Mm -hmm. because we are going to know that this is something that, again, we have purpose in. We have great, we're grateful for it. And, and being able to take all the hard things and learn from them instead of turning to get like maybe resentful or grouchy about like only two people came to my class tonight instead of saying, wow, two people came to my class tonight and we had a great time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It brings it in a whole new, it just makes it a lot easier those hard times a lot easier but then it also gives us a lot more purpose yeah um i mean some common reasons why people act out of fear by saying oh where is everybody scarcity scarcity right. mindset a fear mindset <sighs> a fear mindset won't grow your class as well as as a grateful mindset as an abundance mindset like awesome we are here. We're going to party. Let's do it. That attitude, they're going to go home and, and text their friends or, or yeah. family and say, you I just come. took the funnest class. Mm-hmm. That is how my class has grown is by word of mouth by saying, no, no, it's not scary. I swear. Everyone says they can't dance, but like she like she's she makes it really comfortable and you know and people have t-shirts. to recommend <laughs> yeah she has t-shirts you have to like well yeah they do the marketing for you and you don't have to work as hard yes to bring people to your classes when you create that experience experience you know it's mm-hmm. it's like you think about like i i love studying experiences mm-hmm. like you go to disneyland and there's a whole science behind like why disneyland is the happiest place on earth yes small things like the lights halfway through the day they like make a mickey mouse in on the sidewalk i don't know if you notice small things that make yes. such a huge part of the experience the eye contact at disneyland yeah the princesses on the parade giving me eye contact Waiting out of a hundred people yeah and making each one of us feel special i was like I'm sold. Yeah. Can you be that Disney princess? Can you be the Disney princess of For your class? Yeah. yeah. Can you create that experience to make someone feel like this was an unforgettable unfor- hour that I need to bring all my people to? Like, if I felt this way, my friends need to feel this way too. You know what? Um, even people that come to class and stand in the back, even people at Disneyland that are standing in the back in those parades... But especially group fitness, people are there because they want to be around other people and they want to yeah, be they want to be told want what community. to do because they don't or else they'd go watch a YouTube video or they would go do something else. But they came there to be entertained. They came there to be seen. And um, I feel like that's up to us as a, instructors to create that culture. Another thing you mentioned at the beginning, I don't know how much time we have. No, good. Yeah. good. Okay. You said that we're in, we're in charge of the like the culture in our classes. I feel compelled to bring up how, when in, um, participants will come up to instructors and say, 
and just like dog on another instructor. This is a way that participants like to feel closer yeah. to their instructor, their favorite it's instructor. It's a short flame connection. Yes. Gossip. Yes. And so what were you going to say? I just, um, I think it's important to talk about how to respond to those things so that you're not adding, you're not perpetuating that kind of um, attitude. Um, like if someone says, oh, so-and-so, um, this is completely made up, <laughs> but so-and-so subbed for you and they're they are not, not as, good. as good as you are yeah and I mean, they're they're, they're like, trying they're to give okay, you a compliment yeah like you're just everything yeah. to me <laughs> rather than just saying i love your class so much you're my favorite instructor sometimes they're like okay i gotta have something big to say i have to have a reason to come up to her right now and said and i i've done it too yeah. i've done it too before i was an instructor i was like you know so um a good way to respond, I feel like, to that is everyone has their own style and and not everyone is going to prefer me over them. Mm-hmm. And Because um, it's true. Yeah. It, there's not one person that everyone will love. And that is something that you need to remember. If you're going to be a group fitness instructor, you cannot compare your instructor experience to anyone else's because there are people who will prefer your style um and i i don't know that that kind of sounded like competitive no yeah well but i think like tell me if i'm wrong but it's like in an episode eight with poolay yeah with eating k um from shop eating k we talked about this and it's this idea that, you know, like she can't dress everyone in Pleasant Grove or Utah, the Amer- you know, the world. Yeah. We can't serve everyone because we're not, maybe it won't appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, so we have to remember that that's the same for other people. So when people come to us saying, you know, like, oh my gosh, you're so, you're the salt of the earth and this other person wasn't near as good as you are. Like being able to say, you know what? That is so awesome. They're not for everybody, but same with me. I'm not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you that you love this class. Like keep, let's, you know, just yeah. trying to, to keep the conversation positive mm-hmm. and not feeding it. Because I yeah. think when we feed that, being like, oh yeah, like I'm so sorry. I'll, first we oh, can't yeah. be unrealistic and say, I'll never miss again. Mm-hmm. Like just be like, you know what? We're so, I'm so grateful that person subbed for me. Absolutely. It was so amazing yes. for them to step in. And I know they're different, but. My goodness, I and think they're so talented. And subbing is so hard. And subbing is very hard. Yeah. No one likes to sub. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that someone always steps up, like being able to compliment them, I've learned, like I learned this way long ago, where the second you compliment someone, it's hard to keep a bad conversation going. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. the second you say something nice about someone else. I love that. You can't, like people can't fight back with something mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, like, oh. I love the idea of saying like, well, I... Um, everyone there has their own styles and strengths. I love the way that instructor cools down. I love, I love it. I've learned yeah, so much from them. I've learned so much. Yeah. Um, can we also talk? Have you talked about um, when, what to do when someone leaves your class? Not yet. Ooh, bring it on. There when are leaves your class yes, early. When someone leaves your class early, um, there sometimes are, it hurts our feelings when we take it personal yeah when you take it personal (laughs) that is the thing you need to have a very thick skin because people will leave your class for a million different reasons a million and most of the time they will not tell you in advance hey i have an appointment i have to go 
Um, sometimes there are so many reasons. Sick, they have an appointment, they got to go take their kid to school. Um, very rarely does it have to do with you. And even if you think it does, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have been expecting someone else or sometimes they really think of you as a character on a screen that doesn't have feelings. <laughs> um, I've known instructors who, before they became an instructor, were taking classes and if they had a sub they didn't like or something, they would leave in a huff and then they became an instructor and started subbing and then they come back and say, oh, I'm so sorry yeah. that I Turns acted out that way. That, that was not very nice of me. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I Karma. should have given you a chance because obviously you deliver a great class and I had a bad attitude. So it really doesn't have, it didn't have anything to do with me that she left my class. It had to do with her expectations and that's not, has nothing to do with me per se. So let it roll off your back immediately. And my go-to thought is, Oh dang it. She has diarrhea. So we're going to let her go. And we're not going to make her stay. Yeah. And even if someone does have a bad attitude, like it's better that they go, yeah, that they go and you just have that good energy left, um, left in your class. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's also important to remember, like, I know something that I appreciate, like when I took my Les Mills trainings, they always teach you that after the fourth track in any format, you can say, if this is your first time, you're welcome to take off if that, beca- and then you can come back and we add on later. Because I know a lot of oh. times, I know, isn't that interesting? I've never heard that before. I know. Shout out to Les Mills. Tell me more, yeah. But the reason they do that is because like you're in your introduction, you also say, you know, for those of you who are starting, we have a, like a beginner's, like a, we're trying to set them up for success. Yeah. Because a lot of times people that are beginners will come, they're huffing and puffing mm. and they don't have the physical endurance Ooh. to finish a class. I appreciate but that. But you show them, you know, the door is wide open. Yeah. You can take it whenever you feel like your body, like mm-hmm. it's almost teaching, not almost, it is teaching. You're the one responsible. You're the expert on your body. I'm just leading a class. Absolutely. And so I think that's something else to consider too. Like sometimes maybe they're trying your class for the first time and maybe they're just trying to be an expert on their own body saying, this was a really, really good start for me and maybe I can exit here and then mm-hmm. I'll come back and do another track. You know, like I'll add on next time. Wow. That is, is that awesome because I have felt <laughs> there like I've been in the warm up of some class and I'm like, and I'm good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what book it was that, oh, it was, I think it was Untamed by Glennon Doyle. She talks about being in a yoga class mm-hmm. and she was dying. Yes. And she was sitting right next to the door and she was like, I'm the one trapping myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think <laughs> hearing that perspective too, how often are these students walking into our class thinking, I need to finish the class or I'm not I see. Yes. strong enough, yeah. fit enough. I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. When the reality is it's like if you can give them that introduction saying, you know what? Like you're, you are in charge. This is 100% your workout. And you're in a safe and place. you're in a safe place. Yeah. If you need to exit for any reason, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. You do your thing, girl. Yeah. And I think sometimes we just need that permission to listen to ourselves. Absolutely. And so sometimes like I think remembering just like Carly said it's not always it's not about us mm-hmm. it's not about us maybe it's their expectation of what they thought the class would be maybe it's because they're listening to their bodies maybe it's because they have diarrhea maybe <laughs> yes whatever it may be learning to know that it's not about you yeah 
It's not, not about, about you. you. It's not a reflection it about of you. you. Don't make yeah. it about you. Don't make you. it about you. Or else it just ruins your day. Yeah. Right? Be grateful for the ones that are still there. Yes. yes. And give everything to them. And something I even do is if I see someone leaving, I just wave. Like, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times they come back. They're like, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. I had diarrhea. <laughs> yes. I had a girl that I hadn't seen since high school in one of my classes. And I was subbing that class. And she had to leave early. And I met her at the door. It was like a part of the the song where I could have done that. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, she thought I was like, <laughs> you know, getting mad at her. And I was like, no, I just wanted to say thanks for coming. Like, mm-hmm. have a good day. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's it. And, um... <laughs> And she and I connected after that and we're friends now. Um, but yeah, I love, I love that. That you're like, thank you. Like, thank you for coming and not making it like, like, don't be weird. Aww. Don't give them side eye. Just yeah. give them like a nice wave. Cause we just never know. And you even if know. they are leaving because they don't like you, yeah, you still give them a wave and you at least did your best on your end to make it a good experience. Absolutely. Yeah. I love nice. that. Do you have any final words or anything else that comes to mind? Hmm. I, I, I thought when you were talking, I, I had a thought, but, uh, there's so much pressure. I'm going to let a podcast. <laughs> I know. Every time I say like, do you have one more thing to say? Yeah. Or do you have one piece of, I like, I have to stop putting pressure on one thing mm-hmm. because then we just start sweating and stuff. Right. You Super get sweating. Diarrhea. <laughs> I get diarrhea. I have to leave. I have to leave this podcast. Um, I would have to say, um, maybe just focusing on yourself instead of focusing on what others, like other instructors or whatever, just focus on building yourself and, um, and growing and learning. Um, I think that is where the most success comes in this you do need a thick skin to be um a group fitness instructor but i don't i really don't think that a thick skin is that hard to get i think that as long as you're willing to do the work you've got rhythm or you're working on getting having good rhythm um find an instructor that you look up to and ask them for some feedback but really um working on yourself is the most important working on gaining more education and attending other instructors classes to get your name out there and um never asking to teach songs in their classes wait for the invitation be prepared um i think that if you're absolutely if you're willing to do the work there is room for you because that is everyone's big question mark is is there room for me in this industry um there absolutely is there's room for everyone everyone and all everyone has so much to bring and so much to share yeah that even if you are teaching the exact same playlist somebody mm-hmm. else is you are going you have you're here for a reason absolutely people There's, need you you will deliver a class much differently than anyone else even if like you said it's the same playlist um you create that culture in your class so yeah I'm super happy to have been here. Yeah, so thank you so, so much. good to just. This was this, this is my favorite subject. Yes, and the thing is, it's just like I feel like I'm just super grateful that you're here. You bring a, such oh, a fresh you. perspective, and we've been able to cover a lot of stuff that people don't talk about. 
Yeah. And so I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. Of course. And for those of you, tell people where to find you. Um, Instagram, Carly.parties. That's Carly with a C. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's where you find me. Nice. And she's here in Utah. So if you ever want to take a class from her, look her up on Instagram. You post your schedule mm-hmm. there. It is there. On, yep. It's on my story. And my story really highlights. Great choreography clips too. If you want to watch yeah. some, some of her sick <laughs> choreography. <laughs> but they get a little so spicy. It's very good. People, thank you. We all need a little spice. Right? So thank you all for listening. If this was valuable to you in any way, don't forget to subscribe and maybe even leave a review. Share this with Ooh. a friend. Sharing is caring. And we want everyone to know all the things. Will you tell me about, about reviewing? When you review a podcast, does it make it more... Um, it makes the, it more visible. On the Explorer page. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So let's, help, let's all help a little review. Out. Let's review. I'm going to do it too because <laughs> I you. love your podcast. Thank you. I won't review this one because that seems You can review weird. this one. I'll, I'll, I'll review it. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but I love, your, I love your podcast. I can't wait to hear all that you do. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much. See you on the next one.